Well, good morning. My name is Thad Lanthrop. I'm the administrative pastor here at Church in the Valley, and I, I hope you all had a, a really great Christmas. My family and I, we had a, a good Christmas. I got my new Christmas outfit on today, so I got an updated speaking attire. So um, it, it, we had a really good time. It was a good Christmas. It was fun. It wasn't perfect. Never is. But we had a, a really, uh, a really good time together. I hope you all did, too. The holidays, they can be a, a good time, but they can also drag us down sometimes. This time of year, it's a great time for celebrating with friends and, and family, but it's also a time of evaluation and planning as one year ends and a, a new year is about to start up. For that reason, we're, we're starting a message series today called The Reset. Over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be taking a look at, at two emotions that we can all feel around this time of year, and those are regret and fret. The end of the year, it's just a natural time to look back over the past year, um, look at, at what you were able to accomplish. Maybe there's some things that, that you're proud of that you were able to do. Maybe there, there's some things that, that you aren't so proud of. Maybe there's some relationships that were damaged. Or, or maybe there's, uh, you're just, you're, you're, you mishandled some certain situations. And so there can be regrets around this time of year. And then as the new year is about to start, it's fun to look at, at next year and think of all the possibilities of, of what can happen. But then as you start thinking about all, all the possibilities of what can happen, it's kind of scary because you can, you can see well, you know what, there's a lot of possibilities where things could, could not go so well. So there can be some fret as we look ahead to the, to the new year. So we're going to take some time over the next couple, couple of weeks and look at, at how, how to deal with these emotions that might come up around this time of the year. So today we're, we're going to be looking at dealing with regret. Here, here's a couple of definitions of what we're talking about today, just so we can all get on, on the same page. Regret, it, it means to feel sad or sorry about something you did or, or didn't do. It, it's closely tied to guilt. Um, guilt, a bad feel, feeling caused by knowing or thinking you have done something bad or wrong. And then it, it, those two can lead into some shame. Shame, a feeling of guilt, regret, or sadness because you know you have done something wrong. God wants these emotions that we have to turn us back to him. But a lot of times we, we take it on ourselves to pull ourselves out of these emotions. We, we try and do it on our own. And when we do that, we, we can get stuck in these feelings. One of my favorite things during the holidays is leftovers. I, I like to be able to go into open the fridge and look at all that we had the, the day before and pick and choose my favorites. Last night I had a tamale and it was good. And then I thought, hey, I'm going to have some cheesy potatoes. So I went and got some cheesy potatoes. You know, you usually don't combine those two. Leftovers, they're, they're fun. I, I enjoy them. They can also teach us a little bit about regret. Stay with me here as I, I talk about it. Not going that way. Don't worry. 
but we're, let's just stay with me as I give a little example here. Let's say you go to the fridge, you, you open it up, and there's your favorite dessert. It's the last piece of your favorite dessert. Pie, cake, whatever your favorite is. I don't like really either of those, but I, I'm more ice cream guy. But <clears throat> it's, anyway, that doesn't relate at all to this story. Um, so you, you, it's the last piece. Now, you know that somebody put that last piece in there because they were saving it for later. But you look at it and you think, wow, it's my favorite. They won't mind if I just take a bite of it. So you take a bite. That leads to another bite and another one. Next thing you know, it's, it's all gone. You feel a little bit of regret, but you think, well, there's nothing I can do about it now. So you go sit on the couch, watch some football. But then you hear the person go open the fridge. Say, hey, has anybody seen that dessert that I left in here? And you think, you know, I'm just going to act like I didn't hear that. I'm feeling a little guilty now. I'm just going to act like I didn't hear that. But Uncle Billy, he saw you eat it, and he tells him, you're exposed. Your sin is exposed. What you did, you stole the last piece of dessert that was meant for somebody else. Now you feel shame. So it's a silly example. But that's the type of process that regret can get us into. We do something we know we shouldn't do, and that turns into regret. And then we try and deal with the regret on our own, and that can lead to guilt and then to shame. When we feel regretful, it can, it can lead us to do things, to say things that cause more, more and more regret and, and guilt and, and shame. So one of the things that we need to do in order to deal with regret is to get an accurate perspective on regret. And, and that can really help us as we start to have those feelings of regret come up. So the first thing that, that we need to realize with regret is regret is to be expected. Take a look at Romans 3.23. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Regret comes from the sin in our lives. And we, we all do it. Sin is actually it's um, an archery term. And when, when an archer is shooting their bow and arrow, they're aiming for that bullseye right in the center of the, the target. And when they hit anything other than that bullseye, they'll say sin. And that's, that's really what sin is from a biblical perspective. Sin is missing the mark that God is, has set for us. Sin basically means God's given us some guidelines on, on how to live our life, and we just choose to, to go our own way and, and to do it, do life on our own. This verse is saying that we, we all sin, and when we sin, regret follows because we know that we did something wrong. No matter how, how much we try and be good or, or do our best, we're, we're just never going to be perfect. And we're going we're gonna to have some sin in our lives. So we can just expect to have regret. Because we aren't perfect. We will have regret all of our lives. And so it's really important that we get the accurate perspective on it. So that we can learn how to deal with it rightly so it doesn't just keep dragging us down. Another key perspective on regret is that God's taking care of our regret for us. Psalm 103, 12 says, 
As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. And then Isaiah 44:22 says, I have blotted out your transgressions like a cloud and your sins like a mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. These verses are, are highlighting the fact that God's taken care of the source of our regret. The sin in our lives, it, it can cause great pain and regret. And that regret, it can stay with us. For, for a long time, for many years. But God's taken care of the deepest source of that regret. Our sin, it can no longer separate us from a relationship with God. Because Jesus Christ, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, down to the earth, who lived a perfect life and died on the cross for our sins. Now there's consequences for, for the wrongs that, that we do. When we choose to live life our own way. These verses are not saying that, that God is just going to take it all away and we don't have to deal with any consequences from, from things that, that we might have done in the past. It's not saying that. We're going to have to deal with some consequences. But what it's saying is that God has made it so that the ultimate consequence is taken care of. We will never have to be eternally separated from God if we choose to put our faith and trust in him. When we do something that we regret, it's easy to get stuck in that decision. It's easy for me to get stuck in that decision, rehearse it over and over again, think about what I should have said differently, what I, what I could have done differently, what I'll do differently Next time, it's easy to get stuck in that. And, the, and we have an enemy that, that really wants us to get stuck in there, wants us to just continue to beat ourselves up for our failures and what we've done. But God has been victorious over sin through his son, Jesus Christ. And when we put our trust in him, that, that ultimate source of regret is taken care of. And you know what? God has a, actually has a plan for our regret. God's in, intention is that regret, guilt, shame, act like indicator lights, like on your car dashboard. We have an indicator light for, for, that tells us, hey, you need to go to the gas station, fill up your car. God wants regret to be that type of an indicator for us. God wants regret to indicate to us that we need to change. And he wants the regret that we feel to motivate us to change. Take a look at 2 Thessalonians 3, 14 through 15. This is a letter that, that Paul, an early church starter, wrote to, to a church back in, in, in Thessalonica. And he is instructing the church on how to relate to people who choose to continue to sin after they've been warned that they're behaving against God's ways. Take a look at this. 2 Thessalonians 3, 14 and 15 says, If anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of that person and have nothing to do with him, that he may be ashamed. Do not regard him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. Not having anything to do with, with somebody because they're continuing to, to sin and, and, and do things against God's way of living after they've been warned, it seems a little, a little harsh. 
But we see God's heart here for, for people. He wants people to feel the weight of, uh, and the consequences of what they've done so that it can motivate them to change. We see, we see God's heart is just he, he wants to take people's regret and shame and help it to turn them towards him. One regret that, that I have from college is that I got a D in my financial accounting class. Now, financial accounting, for whatever reason, I, I'm a numbers guy, but accounting's not really numbers. I don't even, I, anyway. I, I just didn't, I didn't get it. it, it and I, I didn't get it, and I didn't really put in the effort to, to try and get it as much as I should have. Obviously, I got a D. And <clears throat> after I got the D, the, this class, it was important. I had to get a good grade. It, it helped show that I qualified for my upper-level business classes, and so since I got a D, it meant I had to retake it so that I could show that I, I can move on towards my, my major. And as I was retaking that class, it, it, regret kept coming up. You know, as I'm sitting there doing the same homework that I was doing the year before, I kept thinking, you know, why didn't I just put in the effort the, the year before? Why didn't I just do what I, what I needed to? Why didn't I go and ask more, more questions? And as that regret kept coming up, it really motivated me to not have to take the class a third time. 